Welcome to LaGrave Avenue CRC's Sermon Podcast. You are listening to our Cornelia service, One Generation Commends Your Work to Another, by Reverend Peter Yonker. Well, welcome one and all to our uh, special service this evening, our Koinonia service here at LaGrave Avenue Christian Reformed Church. Um, it's great to see so many of you here. I, I, I suspect it has something to do with the food offered after the service. And I'm looking at the numbers that we've, of subs we bought and the number of people here, and, and we'll see how that goes. Um, feed the hungry first, and, and those of you who have more stamina, maybe leave that for others. It's going to be an interesting service. It's a koinonia service, which, and uh, the, the rubric of the service is that we will sing songs of youth. But that doesn't mean we'll just sing songs of youth of today. We'll also sing songs of youth of old times. And hopefully tonight, everyone sitting in this room will sing a song that they used to sing when they were 17 years old and hanging around in their youth group, a song that was important to them and formed them as followers of Jesus Christ. And... I do have a short sermon to begin, and I want to base that sermon on Psalm 145, and I will just read the first eight verses of Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God and King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise, his greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on all your wonderful works. They tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and rich in love. This is the word of the Lord. So Psalm 145 is a special kind of psalm. It's something called an alphabetic acrostic. And I wonder if you know what an alphabetic acrostic is. An alphabetic, Dean knows, of course. But an alphabetic acrostic is is a psalm in which every line of the poem starts with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So A through Z in Hebrew, each line starts with a different letter. If you read Psalm 145, you know it's a psalm that celebrates the great works of the Lord. So you could say that when you read it from beginning to end, you are hearing the A to Z of God's wonderful works. Tonight, I'm going to only focus on one of the letters because I don't want to take too much time. And that's the fourth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and that's Dalit. And that's verse 4 of our text, the one that says, One generation shall proclaim your works to another. And I'm choosing that line because obviously that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to sing the songs of one another's youth, and hopefully we'll be blessed by that. And the proclamation of one generation to another goes both ways. Goes both down and up the generations. If you read the Psalms, you'll hear both ways of proclaiming. Both younger proclaiming to older and older proclaiming to younger. Most of the time when we think about one generation telling the next, we think of the older ones telling the younger ones. That's the Psalm 78 way. Here's Psalm 78. The things we have heard and known, the things our ancestors told us, 
We will not hide them from our descendants. We will tell the next generation of the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord. So you can hear that's, that's the older, presumably wiser generation telling the youth. And that's obviously a model we're very familiar with. In children's worship, the children's worship teacher has the kids spread out in front of her on the carpet squares and she tells a Bible story. The older instructs the younger. At celebration, Jolene gets up in front of the people and she talks about how she's so blown away by the love of God that it just blows her face off. And one, the older generation instructs the younger. That is the typical pattern. But if you read all the Psalms, you'll know that it sometimes goes in the other direction. I wonder if you remember this line from Psalm 8. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies. Through the praise of children and infants, sometimes it's the praise of the young that pierced the cynicism and the jadedness of old fogies like me. After all, didn't Jesus, when the disciples were arguing about who would be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, didn't Jesus take a child, and put it in front of them, and say, if you want to receive the kingdom, you've got to be more like this. And we experience that too. We go to a children's program at a local Christian school, an elementary school, and before we go, we're saying to ourselves, oh, I don't want to go. Another night out. I want to stay home. I'm tired after work. But we go. And we sit down. And the children start singing. And they sing with all their heart. And their faces shine. And all of a sudden, we find we're getting tears in our eyes. Or we go to celebration. And we worship with the kids. And even though maybe these songs aren't so familiar to us, we hear the kids singing with all their heart and we sing, hear them singing about their hands held high and their hearts abandoned and the music swells and all of a sudden our heart swells with it. One generation shall commend your work to another. It goes in both directions. And that's why we need to be together when we worship once in a while. That's why we need to be on committees together. That's why we need to do service projects together. That's why we need to walk beside each other and learn each other's stories and sing each other's songs, which is what we will do tonight. And when we sing each other's songs, you will, of course, notice differences. The, the sort of hymn-like rhythms of the 40s and 50s, right? The 40s and 50s songs sound more like hymns, will give way to the syncopation of the modern songs. And the these and the thous will change into this more familiar colloquial language. And the organ will give way to the guitars. So there's differences. But there are more important similarities. All these songs are songs that the Holy Spirit used to bring us around Jesus Christ. Some of the songs tonight you will probably um, think are a little corny. They're songs that maybe you haven't sung in 20 years and you'll say, oh my goodness, I forgot this song. And you will smile while you sing it. But even the corny ones are ones that the Holy Spirit used to shape you and bring you to this place and steer you in your life. Every one of these songs bring us to the feet of Jesus. And that's where 
people from every generation need to be. So let's start singing, and before we do that, let's hear what youth group was like in the 40s and 50s from Joyce Youngsma. Since I'm in the 80s bracket, I was asked if I would tell about the worship services in the 1940s and 50s. When I was growing up, church was a lot different than it is now. We had no nursery, no children's message, and no children's worship. In those days, it seemed like children were just to be seen and not heard. Growing up in the Chicago area, I was at Fourth Roseland CRC, our church did have a choir. They sang occasionally, either before or after the service. The choir or special music did not ever sing during the worship service. After the morning service, we had Sunday school for toddlers through 12th grade. I enjoyed that because then I could sing songs I knew and also with choruses to do some of the motions. Catechism was taught on Wednesdays, the afternoon, three to eighth grade, and the evening for high school kids. There was no school activities. School called it church day. I also attended Young Ladies Society. We had no youth group. And there were, was a young men's society for the guys. Evidently, they didn't want to have any romances at our church because we met on, we met on separate nights. There were many, many changes from those days until now, but we are glad that the Lord does not change. He is always faithful. Great are you, God. Our generation shall commend your works to another.
I'm Shelley Scott, and youth group was called Young Peoples when I was involved in it here at LaGrave. And at that time, LaGrave didn't have a youth pastor on staff, so it was organized by one of the ministers and volunteers from the congregation. We didn't have Facebook, texting, or any other social media to let us know about meetings and events. We found out about those events through the church bulletin and also our parents reminding us that you have youth group tonight. We didn't have a youth building to meet in, so we gathered at homes of fellow young people or occasionally in the church parlor, and that was after evening services, of course. I remember going on canoe trips and winter weekend retreats, and I remember halfway through my second to the last year of young people's, LaGrave hired its first youth pastor, a man named Bob Grusing.
As worship music moved towards the modern era with breakout stars like Jeremy Camp and Chris Tomlin, we ventured to the basement of the grave and turned the music up to 11. For those of you that prefer piano music over guitars, I apologize, my generation is the one who started that trend. But with wrists covered in WWJD bracelets, we raised our hands, we held our hands high as we sang songs like Blessed Be the Name, Shout to the Lord, or songs from the eternally relevant Jars of Clay. No one else? Okay. But it goes without saying that youth group to me was important because of the man that was mentioned earlier. So I have never known a different youth pastor at LaGrave CRC. For my entire years here as a 35-year-old, I've only known Bob Grusing to lead this youth group. He touched my faith journey in so many ways and still continues to lead the youth of this church. I can't imagine where we'd be without him as part of the youth group for this long. Uh, also, just as a side note, she was mentioned earlier, but Jolene Dehir also came to be around that time, and I don't think I went to a high school chapel without uh, just comparing every single person to the way that Jolene spoke, so apologies for everyone that I thought wasn't as good as Jolene. That being said, great are you, Lord. One generation shall commend your works to another.
Good evening. My name is Alex DeBoer, and I'm a senior this year at Grand Rapids Christian High, and I've been a part of the LaGrave Youth Group system since middle school. Youth Group for me is a time and a place for middle school and high school students to come together and spend time with peers and older people from their church. Uh, it can be anything from games and to having fun to a more serious time where we get together and have small groups and focus on Bible passages. We also have celebration services, which is kind of like this, except in a smaller group with Scott playing the guitar and everybody up here. And it's a joy to just hang with peers and enjoy time with God. Youth group has come a long way since the older generations, and I'm glad, I'm glad for it. Great are you, Lord. One generation shall commend your works to another.
We've sung songs from many generations tonight, and I must confess or admit, I don't know which, that I knew every song except for one. So I don't know, hopefully some of you knew everyone as well and uh, enjoyed uh, being ministered to from one generation to the other by singing those songs of faith. And we want to close tonight by singing a song um, or a hymn that has been um, sung in one form or another throughout the generations as well. And it is, it is a form of the doxology called My Friends May You Grow in Grace. And I'm, I'm really hoping that you know this without having to look at the words. Because I want to challenge us to sing it as we do across the street at celebration or as they do in chapels and many school activities. And that is as a hospitality gesture, as a koinonia, as becoming one together, that we actually stand up and we will fill in the center aisles and we can hold hands and then on the chorus we can raise our hands in praise to the Lord together. And uh, so if we would do that, just get ready to, to stand up and we're going to sing this through two times. So we'll sing it through two times and then... Um, we will have the benediction. place tonight. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. 
May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace today and forever. Thank you for listening to the Grave Avenue CRC's Sermon Podcast.